Hello, you beautiful bearded man. What's up, Mr. Sheeran? How you doing? Well, you know, just kind of getting ready for the season that started uh, yesterday. It started. We're we're already one day in. But I feel um, like I'm a crackhead about to get like my first fix in six months. Does Vegas feel like yesterday was Christmas morning for them? Right. Yeah. Like, is that Christmas morning or is like Saturday's Christmas Eve and then Sunday is Christmas morning? Well, like, I'm wondering. Like, we had week zero of college football a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sure people were going bonkers on those bullshit games. And yep. then you had week one with the big boys of uh, college football playing. And then you had NFL starting yesterday. Yep. And, I mean, we know some people that are heading out to Vegas this weekend. They're good you know, luck, assholes. I hate you. We, we know people that have are been going out to Lake Charles and so forth and people hitting up our, our sports betting. We'll get into that later. Um, just money's flying. But we'll get into all that because we got time. All right. I want to bring back another would you rather question that I I think speaks a lot on some people in some ways. Maybe. I don't know. I could be looking at it wrong. Would you rather punch a seven-year-old in the (laughs) face as hard as possible or punch your grandmother as hard as you can in the face? One time. Yeah. I mean, I can't hit my grandma. But you can right. hit a, a, a defenseless seven-year-old child just blindsided. You're walking in the park. You're at the zoo with your family. And first seven-year-old you see. Am I going decided, to jail? Well, I, if you get caught, maybe. But well, for, for this, we will say, no, you won't go to jail. There will okay. be no repercussions, no dads, no guns, nothing. Man, I don't know, because like, if you punch a seven-year-old in the face, you could really fuck them up for life. Well, I mean, that's either or, right? What I mean, yeah. Then the other thing, if you punch your grandmother in the face, you could fucking kill her. So you're going with the child? Technically, I guess you could kill both of them. Yeah. Uh, Grandma's getting these hands. Grandma's had a long life. Grandma's probably got an iron jaw. I mean, I would be totally honest. Like, my grandma would probably tell me, like, no, you just go ahead and hit me. You don't hit that baby. Oh, see, I'm not telling her. Oh, Happy so birthday, no Wham! Night, night, bitch. <laughs> Could you Grandma. imagine though, like if you punched her square in the face, and she's like, "You hit like a woman." <laughs> oh, I, I'd probably just unload. She just like talks shit to you. The grandma asked me, you know, she was in the hospital. She's like, "Hey, are you gonna come visit me once I get out of the hospital?" I was like, "I don't visit graveyards." Yeah. Mm-mm. Wow, that's did I say something wrong? No, let's just skip that and we'll go to my would you rather. So, starting right now, right now, right you now, you could go back in your entire life, yep, and fix every mistake that you've made, okay, or I'll cut you a check for ten million cash. Cut that check for real. Cut that check because I've already lived through those mistakes. I want to live through a $10 million mistake. See, and I'm kind of with you on that because I feel like we are who we are because of the fuck-ups we did. I'm not in jail. I don't have 20 babies. True. I got all my limbs. My teeth are somewhat intact. Yeah. I'm I'm good. They're mostly crooked. See, like I thought, I thought that too. Just give me 10, 10 million cash, and I'm good. I'll just retire, right? I'm good. So you you say you would retire? Like everybody has the lottery question, like, oh man, would you be at work the next day? And some people are like, oh, it depends on you know if it's like a mill or four mil, this and that. Well, like, yeah. I don't even- what what's mega what's mega million up to right now like 210 like 210 yeah so after tax i mean the cash value is like 160 140 something yeah. after taxes you're probably getting about 100 mil maybe a little uh, bit maybe less. you're probably getting like 85 90 mil yeah i mean i don't like loathe my job no no it. no i don't hate my job by any means but i would probably work sucks. for about a year and nobody's going to know 
I mean, right. I'm still going to drive my busted car. Um, still wear the raggedy clothes that I wear. Uh, you may see that I give a little less shit than normal, but for the <laughs> most part, like I'll probably be there for about a year. And so I would have to put a date on a calendar and then make it an epic, like chunk deuce. See, and like, that's the other thing. Is that what you want to do? You want to go out and like burn every bridge? I'm not burning a bridge because I'd still put my two week notice in. You know, I'll, I'll be the polite thing. I don't mean but. it like that. I mean it more of like if you do the epic chunk deuce, right? And you just tell certain people off or you, you See. like do pranks and stuff until your way out. Like you might. You might change a personal relationship with someone. Yeah. See, I'm 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 not I'm not going and disrespecting people unless I need to be disrespected. Right. Uh, I'm with you on that. So my dream of leaving after winning the lottery is there's gonna be a parade in downtown Houston. Okay. And nobody's gonna know about it. They're gonna be like, Oh man, where's that at? I don't know. Hey, are you, did y'all see those flyers in the, in the lobby, in the elevator, talking about some parade today? Yeah, it's over on this street. We should go check it out. And there I am, leading the band, just baton and all, with big old banners inside, says, Ed's out. I mean, that's Strippers not- galore. I mean, okay, so now now you're a little far Well, so I don't know what the city ordinance is on that. I got to get with the mayor because I know he's a listener. Well, but, I'll be totally honest. It sounds like from what I'm hearing, if you pay the mayor the right amount of money, you can probably do whatever you want. Well, I'm curious if if I have them wear pasties, if it'll be allowed. Because, I mean, New York, they allow that the naked cowgirls and shit like that. And they're just wearing bra and panties. Yeah. that's. A, I mean, that's a good question. I think it's pretty creative that you want to have a fucking parade. Like, that's oh, pretty it, awesome. To me, it's very majestic. You're going to ride in on, like, an elephant? I was thinking about an elephant, but you know what? Elephants seem pretty typical. I'm probably going giraffe. Ooh, I've never seen anybody ride in on a giraffe. And I'm debating on having the giraffe wear a bow tie, but I don't know where it goes. Does it go at the bottom of the neck or does it go? I think you have to use Jeffrey from Toys R Us as like the guy. Didn't he wear a bow tie? He did have a tie. I don't know if it was a bow tie. I was like 98% sure it was a bow tie until you questioned it. Hmm. Well, if y'all know below before you start Googling it, just comment it and uh, we'll have our new secretary, Jessica, check <laughs> it out and do the research on it. Jessica! I don't know why you even know their names. They don't work here long enough. I don't think that's her name. I'm just going through a Rolodex of basic. I think any secretary that we have, we should just automatically call them Jessica. I think that should be good. Should we only hire secretary's name jessica no i think that's discriminatory based on something they can't control but we'll just call them all jessica we'll just put it in their job title instead of it being secretary they're being hired as jessica so if we have a dude that becomes our secretary we're just going to call him jessica 100 percent. yeah yeah like no questions asked 100 percent. that's his name jessica seems like a very secretary name 100 percent. oh yeah it's jessica, like jessica or like rachel or maybe Jennifer. I don't know. Jennifer might be too long. I don't know. Yeah. Jenna? No, see, Jenna's a porn star. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there, It's weird how when you're naming your kid, like the thought process you go through about like, well, I can't name him Bob, right? I can't name him Fred, right? Like you have to think of, what the asshole kids at school are going to say, you know? Yes. And like, you also, you have to think about their middle name too, because how many times at school did they call roll and they fucking, they said your middle name. Never. You know? Really? Yeah. I never got that just because of the fact that I have such a simple name. Um, I want to say probably once or twice in the history of my life, somebody called me the wrong name at school while reading the roll sheet, which I don't know how you do unless you, you're a little deity. Um I mean, I feel bad for the kids that were like sitting in class and the, the teacher, like the substitute or whatever is reading the names. And she's like, uh, and they just go, that's me. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, they don't know how to say their name. And they're like, yeah, this, this happens all the time. Right. Like, wouldn't that give you a complex? I, I guess. And, but like that, like you just said, that kid's used to it and they're just like, ah, oh, shit, here it goes. Like anytime a substitute comes in or the first day of school, 
and they're going through the list and like Amy here okay um yeah that's just me it's yeah me. yeah they, they look at it and they're like uh last name is uh Anderson and you're like yeah that's me and they're, they look at you like what the fuck is your name like and you you're named like, yourself right but then you're just like it's Michael and then they look at it again and they look at you and then they look at it again and they're like and you just have to say yeah i know my parents are hippies what do you want me to say i'm pretty sure that says michelle yeah why does it have a hyphen in it i don't even understand oh yeah i'm sorry the ph is silent yeah (laughs) so i think i've mentioned it on here before but my wife used to work at a a juvenile facility okay and she had one of those incidents and an individual's name came in and it was L hyphen a. And she was like, la Lia. And she's like, it's Ladasha. And I was like, no, you're, you're making this story up. That's not real. Wow. And she brought home the uh, roll sheet. And sure enough, I, I, I was asking if it was a typo. Um, but apparently that was the name. That's, I want to say that's creative, but then I also don't want to give credit to anybody who did some dumb shit like that. I mean, it is kind of creative, and like nobody else in the world probably has that name. I mean, they have it, but not spelled that way. So now that we're talking about names, um, I don't know if I'm just old. Yes. Or, well, I mean, yeah. But so today, little small plug, I was at the gym this morning. And there was a tennis Herbs. player, huh? Herbs. Um, of course. I have to do Pilates and aerobics. Duh. Ch- chair jazzercise. I like to do the sit and be fit tapes. Those yeah. are my favorite. She's so. Hot. And by the way, like low key, that chick had the nicest legs I've ever seen. You know those were pantyhose, right? I don't give a shit. They were perfect. Do not ruin my childhood. 50 extra points if you can tell me her name. Oh, I don't fucking know her name. Oh, okay. I just know that she had great... Anyways, you're at the gym this morning working out with the 90-year-olds. Correct. And uh, while we were doing our second set of water aerobics, I noticed that there was somebody that won in tennis. And I think it was a typo. I don't know for sure. But the person's first name had parentheses in it. Is that a thing? I Well, I don't know. So now that we're talking about names, I started to look it up. Um, so, no, apparently their name is Ons. Well, I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. So they spell it O-N-S, Ons. And their last name is J-A-B. E U R. Well, so when uh when ESPN was broadcasting it like on the on the ticker on the bottom, mm-hmm. it had like parentheses, Q parentheses, and then ons. And so I was like, I don't know what that name is. So immediately I felt like it was a I d I didn't even realize that it was tennis until like it scrolled past. I was thinking, oh my god. That's not who's going to be the halftime of the Super Bowl, is it? Because I don't know who that is. <laughs> and then, like, hell, when when Ryan was our guest on the show, y'all were talking about some band or some singer, and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't remember. There was alcohol in that in that episode. Well, it was like three letter, a three letter abbreviation of some band. BLT. No, that's a sandwich. I mean, sandwich. I'm pretty sure it's still a sandwich. But yeah, it was it. I don't know music and. TV shows make me feel old. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I just watch old stuff. I don't. I don't know. I see your Just for Men's is working pretty well. Yeah. Well, I mean, the camera doesn't pick up the gray. It's all like there's gray like all right here. You just can't. You just can't see it. Hey, man, it's part of life. I mean, I guess. Like, so how long until you get the gray bush? Willingly. What, so you're used just for men on your balls? Just to do the grays, yeah. I mean, I got to change it up every now and then. Is it, like, is it called just for sacks? <laughs> <laughs> just for pubes? Yeah. Oh, my Who wants God. a piece of the gray bush? Ball I don't know, man. only. Um, 
I haven't uh, really looked to see. You know, I, I get some in my taco meat up in my chest here, my chest hair. Yeah. Uh, and they're more silver than they are gray. Which... Yeah, like whoever said they were gray hairs is wrong. It's just straight white. Yeah. It looks like yeah. you got hydrogen peroxide on your hair. I'm surprised that hasn't become a trend with kids nowadays that uh, decide to keep their chest hair instead of getting it laser removed at age 16. Um, <laughs> it's just dyeing their chest hair. Like different colors? or Yeah. Like I've seen women dye their armpit hair and stuff like that. Which, yeah, I've seen like the, the unicorn or rainbow or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. It's um, super weird. I've seen some women with dyed pubes, which is kind of cool and weird at the same time. It's kind of a like... It's kind of like going to a haunted house. You're like, oh, wow, that's there. I mean, I guess. I don't know. That, to me, that seems like you're trying to put curtains on something to hide it. You know what I mean? Pumps. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Oh. As long as they don't bring back the FUPA froze, we're good. I don't know what that is, but I am intrigued. The FUPA fro. Do you know what a FUPA is? Correct. Okay, just add hair. Boom. Fupa fro. So it's like a billy goat chin, just, you know, in front? Yeah. It's kind of like how some guys brag about their ball fro. Yeah. So it's like, it's like the, uh, the Arby's Deli gets an awning. Pretty much. Okay. A little, I can, a little shade action, a little bit higher shade. Yeah. That's, um, that's cool. It's like rubbing your face against a Brillo pad. I, you know, like when you say that, I can hear the sound. <laughs> <laughs> shout Speaking out to that you ready to start this thing um yeah the clock says let's do it all right let's you ready go. yeah hit that shit yeah Woo! what's up ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of two one of the athletes talk sports i'm ed i'm zach and here we are again assholes for another beautiful train wreck you sexy sons of bitches bitches as always this episode is brought to you by rrsportsbetting.com text number 1877 bet and win use the code wannabe get a free hundred dollars in gameplay folks we said it earlier week one of the nfl has already started as of yesterday college football we're hitting into week two this saturday so much going on. MLB is still going on. Summer League NBA is going on. WNBA, uh, probably Jamaican wrestling is going on. You could probably bet on that as well. Get in on the action now. Our contest is still up starting this Sunday. Zach's NFL Challenge. Go against the GOAT. Go against his five Sunday spreads. You pick five Sunday spreads. Your five beat his five in record-wise. You win another $100 from rr sports betting and free gameplay but you have to be signed up with rr sports betting and you have to put in the bets on rr sports betting so with all that being said if you beat the man the myth the legend zach over there with his picks if you beat him not only do you win money from your picks not only do you get bragging rights against zach but you also get another hundred dollars in free gameplay this will go on every sunday in the nfl season so what is that 18 weeks there's a chance that you could win $1,800 if my math is correct. It might not be, but go ahead and bring out your calculator. Your teacher said you wouldn't always have on you. You got it in your pocket. You can do it. You got it. Do it. Yeah, I was doing math on the side. Carry the one. Divide the seven. I got I got 45. I don't know. I'm okay. not, anyway, I'm not good with math, but uh, I am good with against the spread, so good luck. Do you have anything to say against your opponents? I mean, suck it. Damn. I mean, what else is there to say? Like, you're Damn. not going to win. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Of course, last night I was on the wrong side of that game. Womp, womp. Wow. Where are the Super Bowl champions? Is that like the hangover, or how's that work? I don't know. Uh, but they the TV was telling me today that that was the, lar- the second largest def- deficit for a reigning Super Bowl champion to lose in week one. The last one was the Baltimore Ravens when they lost against the Broncos, and they lost, I believe, by 28 points. Wow. So, I don't know. Um, a lot of people are saying that it looked like Detroit Lions, Matt Stafford out there. Uh, the defense on the Rams side wasn't doing their part. People are already chunking deuce to Cam Akers and Allen Robinson um, on their fantasy teams. 
Like, they, there's a lot of people hitting that panic button right out the gate. And I can see why I get that it's to it's overreacting if you think that the Rams are just going to have a shitty season Yes. from here on. But you also have to give praise to the Bills. They played ball yesterday. They played ball. I'm So I'm not 100% sure what you can read into this because it's week one. Um, Buffalo's on the road. They had, what, like six weeks to prepare for this? So, I mean – if I don't know, I don't, I don't think we can expect this from the LA Rams for the rest of the season. There's no way that the Super Bowl champions with that much talent, Aaron Donald on one side, and you got all those receivers. Cam Akers got three freaking carries. Cooper Cup still got his. So obviously, Stafford can still throw the ball a little bit. Um, they weren't stretching the defense. Um, OBJ was not on the field, obviously, because he, you know, he hasn't, he's not signed, right? So he's he's still out there. But I think now that probably puts a premium on bringing him into the into the fold. Allen Robinson got targeted twice the entire game. Yep. So is it possible that Stafford's arm was a little bit sore? Maybe. Maybe. Is it possible that Cam Akers is still in the doghouse from fumbling in the in the postseason? Maybe. But. Uh, that team is too talented. The defense is too talented. The coach is too talented. Like the whole system is just too good to look that bad. Now on the flip side, Buffalo showed out. They showed up and punched the Super Bowl champions in the mouth. Is that like a little bit of sour grapes from losing in overtime in the playoffs with the coin toss and all that shit that he's had to deal with all the memes and all that stuff, all the off season? Maybe. Maybe he wanted to come out. Maybe the Buffalo Bills, sorry, wanted to come out and make a statement. Uh, Josh Allen looked like a man on fire. I think he had, what, four total touchdowns? Yeah. three. So, I mean, he just was doing it all around. And then the one touchdown run that I saw in the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, he just wasn't going to be stopped. He stuck the ball out from from his chest all the way across the goal line from like the two-and-a-half yard line or the two-yard line. I mean, he just looked like a man possessed. Von Miller had a step off the side, which is pretty good. But, I mean, they they had their starting left tackle just retire after the Super Bowl. So, clearly, Von Miller is too much for a rookie. But, uh, yeah, all in all, just very disappointing for the Rams. And I think Buffalo just showed that they are who we think they are. I, my take on it uh, with the Rams, they can only go up from here. They have a lot to build off of, and I think it's good that they went against the Bills right out the gate, going against probably the best team in the AFC. This is going to give them enough information on how to get better. Uh, Stafford getting sacked six times is not a good look. Um, Tyler Higby, how do you get five balls thrown at you, or 11 balls thrown at you, you only catch five of them? Like, you were, you were somewhat of a solid – tied in last year mm-hmm. and you can't catch shit you can't even catch a cold right now yeah, i but, saw him drop three that hit him like right in the hands or right in the chest i don't know what's it, going on with that dude it's easy to say it now but next week the rams have the falcons which should be a redemption game for them to look better than what they did yesterday uh but we'll see we don't know what the falcons are fully going to look like until this sunday so that'll be interesting to see. I was truly impressed by Josh Allen, and I don't mean to ride his dick like a lot of people are right now, but if you watch some of his play calling and how he read the defense, there was one play in particular to where he he saw how Jalen Ramsey was lined up. He put in a motion which shifted Ramsey away from the side that Stephon Diggs was on, which gave Diggs a one-on-one, and Diggs did Diggs. He he. Caught the ball. He couldn't be contained. I I don't know who was holding him. But for Josh Allen in his fourth year, fourth or fifth year, I forget, look at the defense like that and finally see what's going to get Ramsey away from his star receiver, to me, was brilliant. And that shows he's been putting time into the lab and actually doing his work. So hats off to Josh Allen. I'm very eager to see what he does. The intensity level that you mentioned of what he was doing, especially with uh, rushing for that touchdown, scares me a little bit because you see quarterbacks do that this early on in the season, and that normally leads to some type of injury to where we don't see him for the rest of the season. So I hope he 
he relies more on the rest of his team, so he doesn't have to do that kind of stuff. I get you're pumped. You've got a chip on your shoulder, whatever the reasoning may be. Um, but pull it back a little bit, man. Like, yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard to tell a guy like that to pull it back a little bit because right. that guy that we saw last night, that's Josh Allen. That is yeah. high paid quarterback, number one fantasy quarterback like Super Bowl champion, like, you know, on his way to playing in the Super Bowl MVP type performance. And so how do you tell that guy to rein it in and and change who he is? I agree with you that when you're a franchise guy and you're not, you know, the third string guy trying to make the team, you have to protect yourself as a business decision, right? But yeah, I mean, it had to be week one, primetime game first game of the season whole world's watching i'm gonna put on a show and he rose to the occasion that right there that's what superstars do and he had already solidified that he was a superstar but this this looks like this is going to be their season he he definitely made a statement yesterday he told the rest of the afc and the rest of the nfl at that that you know, they're not playing around. They don't care who you are. They don't care what you did last year. This year is about them. Um, I'm wondering how how many how many more people threw money on the Bills to win the Super Bowl after that game. And again, I know overreaction that you know, week one, uh, but damn. Like I mean, yeah, it is week one. It is, you know, a slight overreaction, but when you punch somebody in the mouth that hard. I mean, 31 to 10, and the Rams look like they didn't even get out of the locker room. No. You know, so do you want to overreact? Of course. But do you think that the Buffalo Bills are obviously the favorite in the AFC? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm very curious to see how uh, Sean McVay comes back from this. I I hope they don't have a down season. Um, I'm going to refer back to that high-deficit game between Baltimore and Denver. Uh, Baltimore went 8-8 eight and eight that year. Uh, I don't know where they went in the playoffs on it. I didn't dig that deep because the TV didn't tell me, and I do what the TV says. So, yeah. um, that that makes me curious on is, is this going to be like, like we said all season last year, you know, the Rams went all in for a one and done. Uh, a lot of people have faith that they're going to run it back this season. I don't know. They, I mean, they still have a pretty tough schedule ahead of them with everything yeah. they got. They've got the Cardinals, they got Niners, Cowboys, Panthers win, Niners again, Bucks, Cards, Saints, uh, who I think a lot of people are sleeping on, Chiefs, Seahawks win, Raiders, Packers, Broncos, Chargers, Seahawks. So yeah, it's a pretty tough schedule. I mean, that's usually what happens. The team that wins the Super Bowl, they get the I think they get the toughest schedule the next year because you got to play yeah. all the division winners, you got to play you know all the first place teams, whatever. So, yeah, it's going to be tough sledding. But, I mean, they went out and they re-signed Aaron Donald, right? He was going to retire, was totally out. They got him to opt back in. They're trying to make another run at it. I do think that this this performance shows that they will probably have to end up signing Odell Beckham. We'll see. Um, no Robert Woods. I got Allen Robinson. Cooper Cup Allen Robinson is a way better wide receiver than Robert Woods. I, I don't I know agree. what happened, but that that was a, a horrible performance. Oh. Well, with us uh, talking bets, we mentioned RR, but you know what? If you don't want to wait till Sunday for placing bets, head out to our buddies over at Offsuit uh, Cigar and Poker Lounge, 140 South Heights, for their free roll tournament tonight. They're now doing them Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I believe. Uh, $500 for uh, the guarantee. Uh, they have add-ons, and you don't want to do that? Go play their cash games. Beautiful room, great staff, great food, great drinks, um, all around just great experience. Go check them out. Offsuit Poker, Offsuit Cigar and Poker Lounge. I apologize. Um, they're on our Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, you can check out their website, see everything that they got going there. Don't forget when you show up, tell them wannabe sent you. And uh, maybe they'll give you a hug, maybe a little little kiss on the cheek. I don't know. Just try it, you know. Yeah, you'll definitely get some type of present. I don't know if it's going to be like a good present that you really want, or like a present from your grandma that maybe you don't really want. I don't know. They they keep it a mystery. It's part it's of the a fun. mystery. It's part of the fun. So go check them out. Tell them we sent you.
So with betting continuing, I want to talk about NFL teasers. Uh, a lot of people don't know what this is. This is where uh, your respected books gives you added points to the spreads and takes off on overs and adds to unders, if I understand this correctly. I will be dabbling in some teasers this week. Um, am I missing anything on it? No, I mean, you just basically want to tease your home dogs and you want to tease your uh, road favorites. So that's no, probably that's where not I'm... right. But anyway, whatever. So the research I did, it was showing um, favorites that are seven and a half, eight, and eight and a half are ones that you want to bet on. And underdogs that are one to excuse me, two and a half are ones that you want to bet. So I'm going to dabble with the experts that write these books and make a couple hundred thousand dollars compared to my $10 a week. Um, I am going with Jacksonville, who right now is currently sitting at plus uh, two and a half against Washington. They are the away team. Okay. I'm, go I'm going Minnesota, who is currently one and a half at home. And I'm going Dallas, who is two and a half at home as well. So with that, that's going to make them Jacksonville at plus eight and a half, Minnesota at plus seven and a half, and Dallas at plus eight and a half. So, and when you do this, they all come together as a parlay. So, for instance, on our sports betting, they have all these at minus 110 each. Um, I haven't locked the bet. I'm going to put the bet. Matter of fact, I'll do that while you talk. Okay. Yeah. From what the research I gathered is the idea is you want to make sure that you tease the point spread enough that it goes through the prime numbers three and seven, right? So that's why any, uh, any underdog that's one to two and a half, well, one and a half to three, right? You tease them six points and get you to seven and a half to nine. And that's the idea. That's the goal. Um, and then obviously going the other way, you want to take points away to get through those those three and sevens. Those are the main numbers. Um, from what I found out, um, most uh, most NFL games are either decided by seven or three points. That's kind of the idea. Mm -hmm. um, there are some schools of thought out there that, oh, well, if you think a team's going to win, just bet the spread. They're going to cover the spread no matter what. And I don't subscribe to that. Um, I mean, granted, last night, right, Buffalo was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They clearly covered that. They won by three scores. Yep. So, sometimes that works. Uh, I have noticed that division games always usually fall, as long as the teams are halfway decent, they usually fall underneath seven points. Um, road games where the West Coast team is traveling to the East Coast, always either bet the under for that point total for that team or take the home dog because traveling through time zones to the East coast for early time starts, they're not usually in the, the road team's favor. Um, that being said though, you just made your bet for your favorite three teasers. Um, I'm, I'm in a different, I'm in a different boat than you. Okay. Um, I'm looking at um, New England. Ooh. I'm looking. Uh, I, I guess right now the line that I had when I wrote this all down was Miami minus three. It's right? at three so that, and a half. Okay, so that would be New England plus three and a half. You tease it to nine. So New England on a teaser, uh, Carolina on a teaser, because I don't really trust Jacoby Brissett, and I think that Baker Mayfield has a little chip on his shoulder. And then uh, also I'm looking at Chicago. Uh, the last I saw was Chicago plus seven. Yep. So that teases it out to 11. I think Chicago might actually win that game outright, but that's a whole other, it's a whole other thing. So in RR, they have it at six. And based off my spreadsheet that I have in front of me, Chicago will be at 13 okay. with that. That'll put New England at nine and a half. And because Cleveland Carolina is at a push or a pick 'em, if you mm -hmm. will, yeah. that's going to put them at six. So okay. that's not bad. And I, at first, I was going to go against the Carolina one because I just don't trust Carolina. 
But after seeing the injury report with Cleveland, um, they lost their cornerback uh, today. And, of course, I don't have his name in front of me. I had it <laughs> earlier. And let's see. I mean, it's uh, Gr- honestly. Greedy Williams. Greedy oh, okay. Williams did not participate. Uh, Jadavian Clowney was back at practice. Okay. Um, Jack Coughlin, their tackle out, or he was at limited practice. Grant Delpit was limited. Um, just some of those names scare me. Uh, Plus, Deshaun Watson they, isn't coming through that door. Right? right. And right now you have Amari Cooper and Donovan People Jones, if that's his name. I just threw words together. Like sounds right. It sounds did. like a law firm. I'm not really right. sure. Hi. Injury defense attorney. Did you get a DWI? Call Donovan People Jones. Yeah. The people's Um, lawyer. (laughs) So I like that. So uh, those of y'all, if you're doing teasers this week, and I mean betting, not what you do in the bedroom or in any alleyway with a weird hole in it, um, good luck. And hope you win. And hope you're making those bets on our sports betting. Yeah, the, so, the Carolina Cleveland line. I just wanted to point this out that when it opened, it had Cleveland or it had uh, Carolina minus two and a half, mm-hmm. and now it's moved to a pick. And so I think that means that there's a lot of money on Carolina. I think there is. Um, I think uh, Kansas City's has also raised up a little bit. What what they open at? Well, so Kansas City is playing Arizona. I show that it opened at. Arizona plus four and a half. Okay. And when I looked at it before we got on, uh, Arizona is now at six. Wow. So. And so that's something that I might look at. So I'm glad uh, you bring that game up because that's another one with a list of injuries of people that didn't participate as of Wednesday based off the list that I'm looking at. Uh, Zach Ertz did not participate in practice due to a calf injury jj watt didn't participate due to a calf injury um what else we got on here uh trayvon mullins or cornerback did not participate deshaun i mean uh, uh deandre hopkins is deandre hopkins didn't weeks. uh rondell moore was limited to practice due to yeah. a hamstring injury he's questionable last last right time. jonathan ward which is back there in the backfield uh limited practice shoulder injury so, and then just looking at Kansas City, I don't think they really had anybody on there worth noting scrolling through. They didn't even make the list. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tyreek Hill isn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it out there, you know. Um, oh. Travis Kelsey's still playing. Uh, the rookie, uh, the running back, I don't know how to say his last name, Pat Pacheco? I'll go with that. P-A-C-H-E-R-O. I don't know how to say it. Anyway. Pringles. No, no wait, that's not, a wide receiver. That's a wide receiver. This is a, it's a rookie running back. I think with the way that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been playing, I think that it's definitely going to be a one-two punch and look for that guy to take over the role. So that, with J.J. Watt and having guys out on the defensive line, that worries me because the offense was already kind of powerful. Now they get to control the clock. Uh, it looks like a win for Aaron. I mean, that looks like a win for Kansas City. I, I totally agree with you on that one. Um, I'm not going to be pushing really any over-unders this season just because of the fact that that's the biggest gamble of all. Um, I did see a video earlier to where a gentleman says that since 2005 or 2015, I get my dates confused because alcohol, um, your primetime games, 60% of them have hit her, and he tried to say last night's game was proof of that. Uh, the over-under for last night's game was 52, and they get 46. Or what they get? 40, 41. 41. Yeah, 31-10. So, I don't know. That might be something to watch uh, for this upcoming Monday night and Sunday night game to see if uh, there's any truth to that. And if you like it, ride with it. If not, hey. Yeah, I smashed the under, but I didn't bet it. Like, my mm. spreadsheet told me, bet the under. Bet the under. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, fuck all that. I'm going to put it in a parlay. I'm going to bet on the Rams. So, going into this week, uh, this Sunday, are there any games out there right now to where you're like, man, this underdog is, is going to shock everybody? This uh, this yeah. Sunday, not this season, just this Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday, um, my spreadsheet has it as um, 
Philadelphia minus one. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, the, when the line opened, it was Detroit plus four. I think Detroit is going to win that game outright uh, against Philadelphia. Damn. Um, I don't think that it's Philadelphia necessarily doing anything wrong. I just think that Detroit at home is going to finally show up to a game. I really like their coach. He's a little bit emotional for me, but I like his passion for the game. I think he lit a fire under Jared Goff last year, and that's why we saw him finally have some, you know, fantasy football viability there. Um, And there's a reason why all your Vegas insiders are telling you to bet the win total for Detroit, bet the over. Um, I think that this team isn't – they're not going to threaten for the division. They could be in the wild card mix all the way until December, which is a lot to say for Detroit. Um, but I think this is a seven or eight win team, not necessarily above 500 yet, but for sure a seven or eight win team. I think they're going to jump up and beat green Bay one time. They're going to play Minnesota tough. I just think Minnesota is too good. Minnesota will probably win that division, but, uh, Detroit's going to shock some people, but it's going to start with beating Jalen hurts at home against Philadelphia. Yeah. I was looking at that one and I kind of felt the same with you on it, but I don't know if a lot of people think that this one's an upset. To me, it is just because I think that Washington is going to be a very underrated team this year. But I'm going to go ahead and say that Jacksonville takes a week one win against Washington. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, miscommunication going on with Washington with all the off the field um, headaches that they've been having. I think that Trevor Lawrence feels like he has a lot to prove after coming off of a horrible first season with also a team that was a dumpster fire with head coaching and all. Um, they made a lot of transactions this offseason to try to become a better team. Now, by no means necessary am I saying that this is a team you need to watch out for the season. I'm just speaking on week one. Yeah, this is only week one. I, I can see them possibly beating Washington on the road um, this Sunday. Outside of that, I'm, I, I look at the rest of the games. Uh, a lot of people uh, are excited to see Russ go to Seattle in week one. Uh, I don't see Seattle even scoring this game, maybe a field goal or two. Yeah. I don't see – it's very hard for me to just get excited about Seattle football right now. DK Metcalf is the only thing on that team even worth talking about. Everything else on there right now is garbage. Uh, I mean, Tyler Lockett's always going to get his too, right? So there's that. I guess, but when you have Geno Smith throwing you the ball. Yeah, and I still don't understand how that happened. I think that that just proves right there that's the end of Drew Locke, right? Because you couldn't beat out Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater's pretty accurate and pretty safe. Geno Smith has never really had a shot anywhere. He's been beaten out by everyone that was in camp with him. Mm-hmm. And then now Drew Locke couldn't beat him. Like, well, I don't. Wasn't I don't it know on the Jets that he got in a locker room incident where somebody broke his nose or broke his broke like, his jaw. The, they broke yeah. his jaw. Yeah, yeah. He was Talked about somebody's cornbread. Yeah, he said something about somebody's mother that they did not appreciate, and I'm pretty sure it was a defensive lineman. And I'm not sure what a quarterback is doing picking a fist fight with a defensive lineman. And I don't know how many casual fans we have listening to the show, but defensive linemen are typically. Six four, six five, three hundred and thirty fucking pounds. They're monsters. I'm not sure how smart that is. And then if that guy is going to be my quarterback, I need a guy smarter than that. Sorry. So I've got three games with underdogs that a lot of uh, commotion have been going on to where there are possibilities of these underdogs winning. First one I'm going to go with is Pittsburgh versus Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Could Pittsburgh win this game? Yes. Okay. Currently on the books on RR, they are at plus six and a half. Uh, The next game is the New York Giants versus the Tennessee Titans. Currently the Giants are plus five and a half. Could they win this game? I mean, that's why we play the games, right? You always play the game on Sunday because it's a possibility that somebody could win. If this regular season didn't matter, we would just put everybody on paper, put them in the playoffs, and we'd have a Super Bowl champion that wouldn't even matter. So. Yes. Is there a chance that they could win? Of course. Are they going to win? No. 
So do do those kind of games excite you or games like Green Bay, Minnesota, where it's close minus one and a half plus one and a half Minnesota? I'll be totally honest. Every game excites me. Like I know some people that are just diehard college fans and they're going to watch every game they can get their hands on. Right. Like Temple UMass, they're watching it. Right. right. I, I'm not I'm not like that in college football, but in the NFL, I will watch, you know, uh, a Jacksonville uh, Chicago game, but just because there's something exciting in every one of these games, like you can't look at the docket of games and not find at least two points where you're like, I really want to see how this works. Yep. Right. And, you know, just even talking about if Chicago was to play Jacksonville, you've got multi facets. It's a multifaceted, interesting game, right? Because you want to know about Justin Fields. You want to know about all the draft picks. You want to know about how they're going to look without Allen Robinson. Then on the flip side, how is Trevor Lawrence going to look? How is Christian Kirk going to look? Travis Etienne finally gets his first look on the field. Now they got a new coach with a new offensive coordinator. How How does that offense respond? They've got talent on defense, right? Like there's all kinds of stuff. So I get excited just about the the onslaught of games, right? What I hate the most about the NFL are fucking bye weeks. Yeah. I hate that because then it's like, hey, where's the Cowboys game? Oh, the Cowboys are on a bye this week. Oh, hey, well, where's Tom Brady? Oh, well, Tom Brady's not playing. They're on a bye week. Oh, okay, but we got Russell Wilson, right? No, no, they're on a fucking bye week too. And you're like, what the – that's what I hate. But, right. I mean, even even with that said, how many teams are on bye weeks at a time? Like six to eight? you're still going to have a pretty good slew of games. So, yeah. um, but I mean, like, do I get more excited about the closer games? Yeah. I get more excited about divisional games, especially yep. a game like green Bay, Minnesota, like you're talking about, because a lot of people are picking green Bay to win the division. A lot of people are picking Minnesota to win the division. And, you know, a lot of people are high on Kirk cousins. A lot of people are not high on Kirk cousins. A lot of people are saying that uh, Aaron Rodgers can win MVP. He doesn't need Nathaniel Hackett. He doesn't need Devonte Adams. And, you know, we'll see. Is Alan Lazard going to be the new guy, or is it going to be uh, Sammy Watkins? Sammy Watkins, or is it going to be the freaking Christian Watson kid they just drafted, or is it going to be somebody we are not even talking about? Yeah, right? they drafted or, somebody else in the late rounds that they're talking about could be a potential blowout. I can't think of his name right yeah, now. Yeah, I know there's another wide receiver, but I mean, is this the year that Aaron Jones just fucking takes over and he's a 1500 yard rusher? You know. Yeah. Or he's two thousand yards from scrimmage. Like he he has that capability. So I'm just excited. I feel like like I told you, I feel like I'm a crackhead and I'm about to wrap my lips around that pipe one more time. Well, wrap your lips around this pipe for my third game. Chicago plus seven against San Francisco in I Chicago. Think, I think Chicago is winning that game outright. Wow. That's what I think. I think so you're this taking is, money line on that one. I'm going to take the money line. I, I have Chicago as three-point favorites. Um, I think Justin Fields is going to show out. Um, I'm hoping that uh, Montgomery can play well. I'm hoping that Cole Komet can have a good game. I'm hoping he can be like the safety valve, third down, first down target for Justin Fields. I'm hoping that the, the offensive line can be a little bit better. And I, But I just – I have no faith in Trey Lance. No. I think there's a lot of smoke in San Francisco when it comes to Trey Lance. The reports are Trey Lance can't throw a 10-yard out on target, right? He can throw the ball 75 yards you know, into a bucket, but he cannot make NFL-style throws. And so if you can't do that, he might make it the first half, right? What this is my question, Jimmy Jimmy G almost got you to the Super Bowl last year, right? Mm-hmm. He He's was taking what, you to a Super Bowl. He has taken you to a Super Bowl last year. Last year he was one possession away, right? Mm-hmm. And the defense played phenomenally. That roster is ready to play in the Super Bowl. Yep. If Trey Lance comes out and at halftime you're down seventeen to nothing in Chicago, and Trey Lance is four of eleven for 35 yards and two interceptions and one fumble. Are we watching Jimmy G suit up and warm up for the number ones? Oh, yeah. You think it – I mean, remember, they traded three, not one, not two, but three first-round picks for this guy, okay? Now, the team on the other side of the the stadium, they traded away two first-round picks 
to San Francisco to move up one spot to draft the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday. So it's not too far-fetched to see San Francisco cut bait that quickly. But, I mean, does it take a really, really bad performance? Or do you think if he's just not effective, that's enough? I I think Trey Lance is going to be the same Trey Lance that we saw in preseason. I think he's going he's not going to be what San Francisco wanted him to be. Uh I wouldn't be surprised if by the halftime we see Jimmy G come out. Now um, they they could do the thing that uh Miami did a lot last year where Tua would start the game kind of get in trouble and then they'd let Ryan Fitzmagic bail him out and be the like the closer and win the game. They could do that. So I'm you're talking all this about Trey Lance and I'm looking up prop bets right now on him just cuz I'm very curious of what numbers are looking like. Uh yeah. pass completions over under 16 and a half. I feel like you should smash the under. What's the under? Is it plus 120? Minus 121. What's holy shit, what's the over? Minus 108. Oh, yeah. So they don't think he's going to be any good. What about passing yards? Uh, that is passing yards. Or no, I'm no, sorry. you said completion 16. Uh, over under 205 and a half, both at minus 114. 205? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, Jimmy Garoppolo won a playoff game and he threw the ball, what, three times? Mm hmm. So. I mean, they have a stable of running backs. So, okay, so does that mean that Trey Lance is basically Tim Tebow just with a bigger arm? Oh, I don't know. Um, I Again, I feel like he is what I thought Mac Jones was originally in Alabama to where he had enough talent around him to make him look good. Well, okay, but so to be fair, Mac Jones can't run. Right? True. Trey Lance, like – I know we knock him, whatever, but he is a gifted athlete. Yes, don't right? get me wrong. So, but, but he's also not a very gifted thrower. Correct. Right? So it's like, is he – so uh, the problem is Jimmy Garoppolo is like the exact opposite, right? He has a little bit of a pocket, little bit of pocket, pocket awareness. He can't really escape. He can't really run, but he can make accurate uh, and accurate throws and he has um, not perception, but the like where you, anticipation, right? He has the anticipation and can play a clean game at quarterback. Trey yep. Lance can run out of the pocket and can make like pizzazz throws. So, did they just go too far to that spectrum where he's just flash? I don't know. I I'm 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 very curious to see what happens. I'm starting to wonder if they're if they've got some trick plays up their sleeves to where Jimmy G and Trey Lance are going to be out on the field at the same time. I mean that that doesn't surprise that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, it is Kyle Shanahan. I mean, could you imagine them do a wishbone with Jimmy under the center with uh, Debo and Trey in the back? I mean that would be that would be difficult. I mean we know I, we know how gifted Debo Samuel is with the ball in his hands, right? So, so. I don't know. Everybody's going to finally get to see Trey Lance. Well, I mean, Trey Lance did play some regular season games last year, but, you know, he's wearing the the C on the chest now. Right, yeah, he's the guy. It's on him. Right, so it's on him. Uh, I know he's got them jitters. He texted me earlier, and he said, I'm going to be okay. But I don't think he texted you based on what you said before the draft, but whatever. It's okay. Um, I am hearing through the grapevine, through some of our uh, informants, that be on the lookout for the sleeper Brandon Ayuk. Um, apparently, he's a burner. He likes to run the deep route, and apparently, the only thing that Trey Lance can throw accurately is the deep route. So, I mean, if you're playing daily fantasy, maybe that's the guy you look for. Well, I, I hope so because I put a lot of uh, faith in him last year, and he shit the bed. Yep. Um, so hopefully, he can rebound this year. But I'm not putting any. Any eggs in the yeah, basket? I mean, like I said, I'm not putting any stock into San Francisco winning any games. I mean, not winning. Obviously, they're going to win some games, but I just don't think that they are NFC championship worthy with Trey Lance as quarterback. To I want to say, though, we all we all said, even with Jimmy Garoppolo before last season, that they wouldn't be any good, and they almost won. They almost made it to the damn Super Bowl. So I want to say when we last talked about it, I got San Francisco winning a wild card. Okay. 
Um, I, I do know, and I've said it many times, that I've got them beating Arizona both times this year. Now, that's pretty bold. Well. Um, Arizona is a a team, like, up and coming. They're not necessarily built completely yet. they still got a lot of older guys on defense that – And offense. Are, well, I mean, yeah, just all around that are taking up uh, key roster spots. But Kyler Murray is a pretty good player. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins can still get it done. Zach Ertz can still get it done. James Conner can still get it done. But is that enough to make a pretty deep playoff run when you've got the L.A. Rams in your division? That's going to be yep. tough to do. Um, I'm looking at my predictions. I also have San Francisco uh, making a wild card spot. Yeah. But that's with them winning 10 games. Hey. I just don't know yet. Whatever gets you there, man. Remember, we had a wild card season. Was that Tampa Bay made the wild card and got in the divi- uh, won the Super Bowl, or did they uh, win the division that year? I, I think they won the division, but yeah, they were only like ten and six. But I mean, Green Bay, the last time that they made it to the Super Bowl, or last time they won the Super Bowl, they were the wild card. Yeah, I think when the Steelers won the Super Bowl, they were a wild card. Um, I mean, just because you're a wild card doesn't mean that you can't win. Like you. How many how many teams have we seen make a wild card but had a better record than the division winner that they actually had to go play in their stadium? I mean, we've seen oh. that a bunch of times. Yeah. You know, I, I now that I say it out loud, I'm pretty sure the Giants were uh, wild cards both times, and they, they beat were. the best team in the Super Bowl. So, Because yep. the Patriots were 17-0 and before they lost. So, I mean, anything can happen. Not 17. Maybe they were 18-0, and but whatever. Anything Wrapping can up- happen. Wrapping up with the 49ers, those of y'all who do daily fantasy or have a fantasy team and this man's on there, uh, be on the lookout for George Kittle. He does have a groin injury. Oh, he's yeah. listed day-to-day. Um, if he's not in there, I'm sure those books are going to change uh, probably a little bit more. Yeah, not that's much. a pretty big loss. I mean, he uh, is he's the safety valve. He's their, like, all-time player. There's not many players on San Francisco's offense other than Debo and him. So. Yep. Um, obviously Elijah Mitchell should be pretty good. Um, is it Jeff Wilson Jr. Mm. or is it Jack Wilson? Either Jay way. Wilson. And then they also have the rookie they drafted in like the third or fourth round. So the, they have a stable of running backs. And uh, it's Kyle Shanahan. He kind of subscribes to his dad's running style. So, I mean, any the next up back will do, you know. So, I don't know. I, I just I, – I have As faith the in the roster. Say, Daddy have, knows best. Well, of course. But I have faith in the roster. I have faith in the head coach. I have faith in the GM. I don't have faith in their quarterback. Mm. And to be fair, I didn't have faith in Jimmy Garoppolo either. So there's that. It will be a game to watch. I, I'm eager to see how Chicago does. I'm eager to see Justin Fields in his second year. Um, it's. I, I think it'll be a good game. And uh, we'll report back next Friday on it. Um, dive in real quick. To news, uh, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens could not reach a deal, and no. he is now playing on the last year of his rookie contract where he's getting a full guaranteed 23 mil. Well, this sounds so, a lot like a lot, the last Ravens quarterback. When it, it wasn't his rookie deal, but he went into the last year of his contract, did not get renewed, bet on himself, played balls out in the, plot, in the playoffs, won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So is that going to motivate Lamar Jackson, or do you think that he doesn't really have to do anything? He's already going to get paid next year. I don't think he needs to do anything. I mean, to win an MVP already at such a young age and fight the struggles that he's been doing with that team as is, I mean, they got rid of – they pulled a Houston Texans move on him and they traded away Marquise Brown. Um, You know, them two were homeboys together. So – I don't know. I I want to say I could see Lamar going somewhere after this if they can't come to something right now because right now he gets to decide what his check is from here on out and who's going to write it because he could go and ball out, like you said, with Flacco, what Flacco did. Let's just say best-case scenario, he balls out, wins MVP, and they go and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Baltimore is going to be first in line to say, hey, we want to keep you, but he's going to listen to the higher bidder. And as a businessman, I feel like that's probably the smartest thing he could do, right? Yeah, you want to stay honest to the team that drafted you and stuff like that. But if two years now we've been going back and forth 
on this, and they still can't come up with something after Josh Allen's got a contract and Josh Allen hasn't won an MVP. Josh Allen hasn't done anything. I mean, he has done things, but you get what I'm saying, though, right? Sorry, I muted the microphone there on accident. Um, yeah, he doesn't have the hardware like Lamar Jackson does. He doesn't have an MVP. Uh, now, to be fair, he does have playoff wins. Yes. But Russell Wilson just got a contract. Yep. Deshaun Watson got a contract. Yep. Where is Lamar Jackson's contract? So, if you – right now, gun to your head, Lamar Jackson is the starting quarterback for next season. Oh, fuck. Seattle. Ooh, that's not bad. I'm gonna say he, I'm gonna say that Baltimore has learned their lesson, and they will sign their quarterback. Um, Matt Ryan fun. has a shitty season, and then he goes to the Colts. I know I've been high on the Colts this off season, but I mean, they're well, regardless. Matt Ryan could just retire, right? Yeah. So if he retires, there's still a vacancy there. Uh, I do think that Lamar Jackson will test free agency. Well, are they going to tag him? Are they going to do the franchise tag? They're going to try. And he just, I mean, but if he doesn't sign the franchise tender, then he just sits out a year. So you have some scenarios that could fold out. Houston Texans actually win more games than what people expected, which puts them lower on the draft picks to where they don't get one of these top quarterbacks coming out. He could go to Houston. Dak Prescott shits the better, has a season uh, injury to where they're just tired of him. Trade him off. They get Lamar Jackson there. He could go to the New York Giants and fill in for Danny Dimes. Um, I mean, he could go to Tampa Bay because Aaron or um, Tom Brady retires. What, so, do we really think that Lamar Jackson is that good a quarterback? I feel like anywhere he goes, he should be able to be successful. Now, when I say successful, I don't mean Super Bowl caliber team, but there are places to where he could fit into a system or they can adopt a system to wrap around him and, with and what that, they have. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he is a very good player. He's, obviously, he's a very gifted athlete, right? We all agree that. But I think he needs to go to a team that has an A-plus running back and an A tight end, right? Well, Seattle the, doesn't have that. He's got the tight end. We don't know how Noah Fant's going to do in Seattle. Right. And the running game right now is up in the air because we don't know how Dobbins is feeling, right? So Right, but I mean, but they at least have a stable of running backs, right? Yep. Gus Edwards is there. They just signed uh, Mike Mike Davis, right? They've got uh, – Oh, the, the guy who left uh, Vegas, uh, Kenyon Drake too. Yes. Right? So they have capable running backs. Um, I just feel like if you went to Indianapolis, the tight end there isn't very good. There's almost no wide receivers there. Michael Pittman, that's the only one. Yeah. Um, I could see a scenario where Tua falls off the map and Miami. Oh my God. All their eggs in the basket. Oh my Lamar God. Jackson, and that would be a dynamite team because Gusecki is legit. People are sleeping on that dude, and he's a top eight tight end. And then you have those badass wide receivers where Lamar Jackson could just fling it and Tyreek Hill bells him out, or it's Jalen Waddle on the other side, right? So, I mean, that's a pretty good – and then Miles Gaskin is still there. And who's their starting running back? It's not even him anymore. It's – uh. Um, I almost said Kenyon Drake. That's not him. No, oh, it's not Kenyon Drake. God. Kid from Arizona. I can't think of uh, – uh, not Clemens. It's something like that. Whatever. Anyway, they have they have the team for Lamar Jackson. So, I'm just going to go ahead and predict that Tua is not effective enough. They cut bait on him, and they're all Chase in. Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. That's his name, not Clemens. But I just – I will say that Miami goes all in for Lamar Jackson. Guys, those of y'all who are listening, go ahead and find our post on Facebook about Lamar Jackson and let us know in the comments where you think he ends up. Does he stay in Baltimore? Does he find a new home somewhere else? Give us a detailed scenario if you're smart enough to do it. I think you're somewhat can. You can use shapes if you want to. Hey, also, uh, get on R&R, RR Sports Betting this weekend. Put your bets up against me. I'm going to post my five bets against the spread. You can pick any game, uh, any game that's on Sunday. You can pick any game, any spread, 
Um, but it has to be the against the spread. No teasers, nothing like that. But you can pick the same games that I pick. You can pick against me. But the goal is beat my record. I'm picking five games. If you beat me, you get a hundred dollars free free credit in gameplay. And if you push, it's not a win. No, it's a tie. You got to beat my percentage. You need to put your your bets. You don't have to show the ticket. You can type it out. Put your bets on Zach's thread on our Facebook page. Yeah, okay? I'll post. I'll post my games at uh, ten a.m. Um, I'll try to do a TikTok video, but for sure I will post it on Facebook and on Twitter. And then I'll try to record a TikTok video talking shit because y'all can't beat me. Um, but just look for my video, look for my post at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. The next time you're at a Coles parking lot and you're trying to charge your Tesla and you see that homeless person moving their house down the street, stop them real quick and ask them if they have any headphones or some type of audio device so they can listen to two wannabe athletes talk sports. Yeah. The, uh, the next time you're at Barnes and Noble and nature calls and you're trying to sneak that sports almanac into the bathroom stall with you, just tell the security guard and the little girl that's working there telling you not to take the book in the bathroom that you, you heard on two wannabe athletes talk sports that you could do that. And it's totally fine. You can. And then they'll listen to the podcast and they'll forget all about what you're doing. We'll write you an approval, le- a, a letter saying it's okay. For sure. I will email you the permission slip. Promise. Guys, as always, shout out to RR for everything. Shout out to Offsuit Cigar and Poker Lounge. Shout out to each and every one of y'all who are listening and commenting and liking, sharing, all that fun shit. Yeah, we appreciate thanks to all y'all. our supporters, all our sponsors, everybody. We do this because you guys watch and allow us to have fun. Good luck to all of y'all who are betting this weekend or if you're betting tonight. Good luck to you if you're going out to offsuit to play in their cash game or their tournaments. Good luck to you in life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Two Wanna Be Athletes Talk Sports. I'm Ed. I'm Zach. See you next time, assholes. Always a good